I recently just did a comfort crushing challenge where I had to hug five random strangers. On today's show, I'm going to share what happened with that, how it made me feel, and a lot of good insights I got from it. So let's drop the intro. I'm Dr. Matt Maggio, and this is the Soft Tissue Practice Revolution, the podcast made for any practitioner that specializes in advanced soft tissue treatment methods, clearly the superior form of all conservative musculoskeletal care, as all other treatment methods lack long-term and effective results. Those that know they were sold lies and false promises in school, those that spend the extra time, energy, and money to invest in becoming the best soft tissue specialist in the entire world, those that truly want to help those in pain stay far away from the horrible fate of pain pills, injections, and surgeries. Those that want to bring back ethics, honesty, and integrity to healthcare and would never scam or rip off a patient who truly needs help. We are the true soft tissue specialists, clearly the most important conservative care practitioners out there and always will be. What is up, everybody? Welcome to the soft tissue revolution. Dr. Matt Maggio here, founder and creator of the soft tissue revolution. We're already on episode 56, and as I shared in the intro, I recently did this comfort crushing challenge. So I'm doing some private coaching myself, you know, always trying to get better and find different edges, and got into my first week of training. And one of the things that they have you do every week is a comfort crushing challenge. And this challenge was you had to go up to five random people and ask for a hug. Now, normally, I'm a pretty, I guess I would say I'm pretty extroverted, you know, especially in my clinic um, and how I interact with patients and everything like that. But when I actually heard this challenge, I felt like this impending doom inside. I'm like, how in the hell am I ever going to make this happen? Are people going to like punch me in the face? I'm not going to be able to make it happen. And part of the training is you can't go on to the next part until you've actually done that challenge. And... I remember reading about it early when I signed up from the program and it actually kept me from wanting to do the program at first because I was like, oh shit, this is, this is a lot. This makes me so uncomfortable. Hence the name, a comfort crushing challenge. Now, I did it. And you know what? I am so glad I did it. I was dreading it and finally I just went out and did it. And I was like thinking, I'm like, all right, you have a week to do it. I was like, Okay, I'm going to go out and I'm going to try to get one a day for the next, you know, five days. And as soon as I left my house and I go out into the parking garage, I saw a random guy walk by. And I said hello to him. He said hello back. And I decided, I was like, all right, let's go for it. Let's do it. Let's engage him and see what happens. And for some reason, something came over me inside. Instead of just being like, hey, can I give you a random hug? I started by asking. And this is a big thing that I've learned. I asked and I said, excuse me, sir, is it okay if I ask you a favor? Now, in that portion, most people aren't going to turn you down because you're being polite. You're asking. You're not just like, hey, can I have a hug? You're like, sir, may I ask you a favor? And then you wait for acknowledgement if they go yes or no. If they go no, then you know, you move on. And then What I ended up saying was, I got into the idea of why. I said, sir, may I ask you a favor? And he said, sure. I said, I'm doing this challenge and it really helps with anxiety and building relationships. And part of that challenge is I have to ask a random person 
for a hug. And he kind of looked at me and he goes, huh. He's like, sure. That sounds great. And I was like, okay. So gave him a hug and we ended up standing there and talking for another 10 minutes. And this is someone that's lived in my building that I've probably seen before, but never engaged in that conversation. But it really just was like, I was like, oh man, this is actually pretty easy. So then I was like, all right, how can I take this to the next level? And this wasn't even included. I was like, sir, is it okay if I actually take a picture? So we took a selfie style picture of that so I could document it because I wanted to have that in my brain and everything like that. Now, once I built up that momentum and I started doing that, I was like, all right, I'm just going to get this done. I'm going to get it crushed. So throughout the day, in probably the last, in less than an hour, I just made it my mission. I was like, I'm going to get this done. I got a, I got a really wonderful girl um, to do it as well. And she actually reached out to us to become a client in her own clinic. So I picked that up. I went to the grocery store. I reached out on the way out. I just I kept saying the same thing. I asked permission and then I asked, I told them why. And those are two really big things. So went to the grocery store. One of the girls checking out. She was, she was more than willing because I explained it. She's like, that sounds great. Gave me a hug. The other girl was like, well, I want to be part of this. And she wanted to do the same thing. It was contagious. Then I continued to do that. And I found that. Like people want that connection. They want to have that camaraderie and like feel connected with another human. But we also have to be able to explain why we're doing it. And the same thing happened. I got two more. And then when I was going across with one guy, I did that. And then someone else in the office came out and they're like, I want to be part of this too. And before I know it, I only needed five. I got six. All just from getting out of my comfort zone and doing everything like that. So if that sounds awful to you and you're like, oh my gosh, I cringe. Trust me, it made me cringe too as well. But I learned so many things. First off, I just learned to get out of my own comfort zone. You know, we get... we. We tend to spend so much time on our own personal misery and our own personal hell in our brains and thinking all these things. We're also losing that connection. But two things that I can say immediately that can make a big difference in your practice, in your relationships, were first like asking questions. And it's okay to ask questions, but you have to ask permission. And a lot of us don't do that. And I always start that off with saying, is it okay with you if I ask a question? And you wait for that. People are very standoffish at first, but if you say it rightly, like, hey, sir, is it okay if I ask you a question or ask you a favor? And then you wait and they wait for their response. If they don't want to be part of it, and they'll tell you right away. But we don't do this with patients. We just go right in. When they yell at us or say something, we just go, well, you're doing this, you're doing that. And be like, it slows down. You say, hey, disgruntled patient. Is it okay if I ask you a question? And wait for permission, then it opens up. But the big thing that I learned from this one is telling why, explaining why you're doing the things you do. I'm doing this because. And when people have that in there and they can feel that and they feel safe, they don't feel lied to. They just feel like you're listening by saying, can I ask you a question or a favor? Waiting for that and then explaining why you're doing it. You know, a lot of times as practitioners, we don't understand and we're like, well, why doesn't the patient understand it? It's because you didn't explain it and you have to explain it over and over and over again. So explaining why you're doing something was a huge take home. So this was a great exercise. I mean, I still can't believe I finished it off, but I had to do it. And it's something you should try yourself if you're struggling, you know, making relationships or you feel uncomfortable, do it, try it, send me a message. I'll walk you through it. I'll talk you through it. But it's something that I didn't realize at first. I'm like, oh, this is all foo-foo, mindset, nonsense, and bullshit like that. 
but it didn't. It's crushing your limiting beliefs, but you can also get a lot of information out of it by learning to ask questions and let people know why you're doing the things you do. So that's all I got for today. You know, one of those mindset things, you know, a lot of times people are like, oh, mindset's, you know, foo-foo, blah-blah-blah. And I'm one of those people too, but I've realized that this is changing. It's changing my beliefs. It's changing how I go into things. So as always, if you want to be part of the soft tissue revolution, click the link in the bio, head over to our Facebook page, answer some questions, and once approved, you'll be part of the revolution. And once we get everything up and rolling, everything like that, we're going to start doing some bi-weekly Facebook Lives, giving more information, putting things on there, and also giving people in our Facebook group first access to our full detailed evaluation, palpation, and diagnostic system that I want to give out to everyone just to help. And on our next episode, episode 57, I'm going to call you out and I'm going to say some real things and some things that might hit you below the belt, but it's one of those things you need to hear. And it's, do you even believe in your own product? Do you practice what you preach? You'd be amazed at how many people out there don't use their own product and wonder why they're not getting successful because they're trying to sell a bunch of nonsense and bullshit that the patient doesn't need and the doctor or the practitioner or the therapist doesn't even use themselves. So that'll be a good one. We will see you guys on the next one. As always, I always appreciate your time, energy, and just downloading and sharing this. It means the world to me. We'll see you guys on the next one.